0: out there. Peace and blessings. This is Black Ice, Brother Messenger, on another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I am excited about another lesson that we're bringing to you today, Many Are Called, and we've heard that saying before, Many Are Called, Few Are Chosen. Again, Many Are Called, Few Are Chosen. So this is what we're bringing to you this afternoon, and um, again, I am excited about it, brothers and sisters. Let's get into this lesson. Let's see what thus saith the Lord, what the word what the Lord has to say about his word, brothers and sisters. And um with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get ready to go live on on Facebook. And we're going to, man, just definitely, like I said, just get into this word and see what thus saith the Lord. Let's go ahead and get this thing together. Uh, Yes, you guys bear with us a moment. All right, let's go ahead and start this live feed. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Bible Radio Show Truth Hour here on P. Uh, P-O-E-T Radio, we love you, we are glad to be here with you once again to bring to you today's subject, which is, brothers and sisters, many are called, again, many are called, so let's go ahead and begin to share this thing right now, get the word out there, and just share this, share this, share this word, brothers and sisters, many are called, few are chosen, that's what we're going to deal with. We're going to pick this thing up at the Bible. You know how we do it, brothers and sisters. If you can't read it, don't believe it. We're going to send a special shout-out. Happy birthday to my brother Jordan Stubbs. Um, I love you, little bro. Uh, or actually, he's old enough to be my son, <laughs> or young enough to be my son, I should say. Um, but we want to spend a, send a special shout-out to that brother right there on his uh, the day of his birth today, birthday day of his birth all the same, um, brothers and sisters. So um, if you guys are out there, send some love to Brother Jordan Stubbs on his special day today, the anniversary of his birth. I think he made 22 years old uh, today. So um, I'm excited for the brother. He has a very long um, life. He's in his word early. You know, that's the beautiful thing, to be in his word so early. And uh, yes. Okay, I think that's Brother Messenger. Made it in the building. And uh, we're just sharing the live video feeds now, waiting for you guys to get on. Again, we want to say good evening, good evening, good evening to each and every one of you. Apart too far back to close the garage, didn't mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all good, though. All right. It's all good to still be light outside. Yeah. Brother Messenger looking sharp, as um, usual. <laughs> I think we got similar to the same coming. Again, we are are well. Sharing this live feed, brothers and sisters, go ahead. Now, share this live feed with us so we can get the word out. Once we get up to 20 people, we will go ahead and start uh, our lesson for tonight. Once we go ahead and get up to about 20 people, we'll go ahead and start our lesson for tonight, brothers and sisters. Many are called few are chosen. And uh we got some good scriptures and this is a lesson that we've done before and we've had some great responses on the lesson when we when we did it previously. So, um I'm excited to be bringing forth the lesson again um for those who didn't hear it the first time. And again, please um our YouTube channel, brothers and sisters, um please go ahead and uh, and definitely uh Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Truth Hour T V. Uh this gotta be incorrect. This is hundred and twenty four shares already just for tonight's show. That that gotta, <laughs> <laughs> that gotta be that gotta be wrong. That gotta be uh they gotta be incorrect. Brother brother Jay Stubb celebrating his birthday today. Yes, myself. happy birthday, brother. Yes, yes. Let's see. All right, we're going to share it to a few a few more a few more sites yes and um, team truth hour hit that share button for us get help us get it out there and uh, all the teams right now are in rotation sharing 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 and uh, I'm excited about it I love it I love it I love it I love it 60 seconds, everybody, 60 seconds, and we will get this thing going on. Brothers and sisters, I think you guys have waited long enough. We're going to go ahead and get to our prayer, and then we're going to go ahead and start the show again. Today's subject is, um, many are called, all right? Many are called. We're going to shift this thing around a little bit like that. You ready, my brother? Yes, sir. All right. Let's go ahead and get get into this prayer, brothers and sisters, and uh, start this uh, lesson tonight. Heavenly Father, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come to say thank you. Thank you, Father God, for another day, Father God, allowing us to come together to share your word, Father God, with your people. Father God, we pray right now that every person that listens via Facebook, YouTube, Father God, that they would bring an open mind and a listening ear. Let them hear what thus says the Lord, Father God, as we read. We, Father God, we pray that they are edified, but most of all, that you are glorified. Allow us to decrease that your spirit in us may increase. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you in advance. Amen. 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 All right, right, brothers and sisters. I think we're about ready to start this lesson. Let's go ahead and and get our YouTube um, up and running. And once we get our YouTube up and running... Then we will be ready for our show tonight. My brother, if you could put that on there for me. Right? Okay. Work, with <laughs> work with it. Work with it. Okay, let's see. Let's go to video. And... uh All right, brothers and sisters, peace and blessings to those who are out there. Uh, We want to welcome you to the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I'm your host, Black Ice. I'm your host, The Messenger. And we are coming to you with another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. Now, our lesson today is many are called, brothers and sisters, and we've heard that before, that many are called. And um, that's what we're going to deal with tonight on the Bible Show Truth Hour Many are called. That's definitely true. But only a few are chosen. (laughs) Yeah, just a few, you know. And then we've heard people say, man, you got a calling on your life. Mm -hmm. Boy, you got a calling on your life. And and I heard that, you know, my whole life I heard that. I have too. You got a calling on your life. Like, what does that exactly mean, brothers and sisters? So we're going to go into the Word of God, man. We're going to study that. We're going to find out the definition. Um, um of Of those things man of 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 those things, um what anointed means you know we we're gonna find out those definitions, so I am excited, I am ready, and Brother messenger, we're gonna go ahead and get into this word, and we're going to go ahead and share it with the people, but um again, our brother Jordan Stubbs, yeah, is celebrating. His birthday today, Team Truth Hour member. Again, we love you, brother. I think, I believe he's turned 22 years old, but he's been uh, in this truth, man, and he's been studying this truth, and that's rare for a lot of young men. Yeah. Uh, yes. I, <laughs> for a lot of young men, you don't find them um, wanting to learn about the Word of God. We know that there's some out there, but not many, only a few, i chose. Only a few chosen. So Brother um, Stubbs, maybe this lesson is for you tonight. So let's go ahead and get started. This lesson is a lesson of confirmation Mm -hmm. to many who are watching and listening to the Bible Show Truth Hour today. Many of us are called to do the work of the Lord, but we are running from that calling. This Mm -hmm. is why the chosen few stands out so much. There are Uh, These are they who make the sacrifices necessary to learn, to teach, and to share the word of God with his people. These are they who endure the pain and suffering of their families turning their back against them once they get in this word. Losing friends and becoming an outcast for the word of God. These are they who will suffer and be persecuted for The righteousness of the truth brothers and sisters so we're going to start in the book of Jeremiah we're going to start in the book of Jeremiah so turn your Bibles to the book of Jeremiah that's what we're going to start at brothers and sisters there we go I believe I'm trying to get this YouTube thing fixed, right? YouTube, y'all bear with us. Y'all know we go through this every <laughs> Every time. Every time, yeah. We go through this every time. No, so, we're going to get it together, one of these. <laughs> we're going to get it together. So we're going to start in the book of Jeremiah, the first chapter, verses 5 through 8. The book of Jeremiah, the first chapter, verses 5 through 8. And that's where we're going to start, brothers and sisters. Yeah. Uh, Almost, Brother Messer. I think we got it now. Yeah. Cool. All right, cool. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. Then said I, I, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. So, brothers and sisters, we have a couple of things here. The Lord said that I formed you in the belly. Before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. So, There's a lot going on when you're in the womb of the woman, brothers and sisters. Mm. And then there's a lot going on before you're even in the womb of the woman because, you know, before we're in the womb of the woman, we're inside of the man. That's right. So, brothers and sisters, the Lord said, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew you. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified you. I set you apart. And I ordained you a prophet unto the nations. Now here, brothers and sisters, he's speaking to Jeremiah, but the same things apply to those who are chosen and called by the Lord God, brothers and sisters. Mm. Now we're not going to play the same role that Jeremiah played because there's no new things that need to be written. Right. The best thing that we could do today is prophesy what has already been written, but the thing is the Lord knows up. before we even come to the uh uh, before we even come into the world man you know i i got a i got a poem that i wrote and it's called when were you born when were you born because it's not the same date see like jordan stubbs birthday is today Mm -hmm. it's actually not his birthday it's just the date he was introduced into this world. that's right See the birthday is when God thought to create you because we just read it. I knew you mm-hmm. even before you were formed. So you were you was already a thought in God's mind before. So a- absolutely, and yeah. so brothers and sisters, the, the Lord said, Be, But the Lord said unto me, "Say not I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee." So we're talking about the call, brothers and sisters. Come on, the call that the Lord puts forth for those of us who love him and desire to know him according to this word. Now, many people say, I know the Lord, but many of us really don't know the Lord because we don't know what his word says. And in the book, he says, if you know me, oh, I'm sorry, if you love me, keep my commandments. How can you say that you know me and don't follow my words? So everything goes back to the word of God. The Lord says, be not afraid of their faces to the people that I send you. I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. So, brothers and sisters, a lot of us are afraid to do the work that the Lord has for us to do. Mm. We have this fear. We hesitate. We have this spirit of procrastination. Knowing that there are things that you should be doing today, but you're waiting on what you feel like is the right time. There is no right time, brothers and sisters. The right time is any time the Lord stirs up in your spirit that you need to move. And when he stirs it up in your spirit that you need to move, brothers and sisters, that is the right time. Give no thought of how people are going to look at you. Come on. Give no thought about. What is going to happen when you move in the direction that the Lord moves you in? Because we're going to learn a little bit further in this lesson that no matter what happens, it all comes out in the way God wants it to come out for you in your life. So many are called, but you are chosen. Let's go ahead to the book of John, the sixth chapter. The book of John, the sixth chapter. Now, you cannot come to Jesus on your own. I'm going to say that again, and a lot of people may disagree with me, but I'm going to put it right out there right now. You cannot come to Jesus, Yeshua, on your own. You cannot. You cannot just one day make up your mind that I'm going to come to Jesus and go to Jesus. It don't work like that, brothers and sisters. Now, no matter how much you may want to come to Jesus, Living in this world, brothers and sisters, it's just impossible because you ain't going to give up Christmas on your own. You ain't going to give up Easter on your own. You're not going to give up your Saturday from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown on your own. You're not going to do that, brothers and sisters, so if it was left up to you, you You'll do some of the things that you've been doing, or we will do some of the things that we've been doing, and we'll try to do a little bit of Jesus on the side. So, again, you can't come to Jesus on your own. No matter how much you may want to, but living in this world, it's just impossible. God Himself has to draw you to Jesus. Come on. And if He doesn't draw you to Jesus, then you ain't going to Jesus. Let's read it John, the 6th chapter, verses 35 through 44. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I said unto you, that ye also have seen me and believe not. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me. Wait a minute. All that the Father gives me shall come to me. But what about if the Father don't give you to Jesus? You ain't going to him. So everything that we're talking about is connected to the Father giving us to Jesus. Go ahead, continue, my brother. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me. What is the Father's will? Now, many of us don't even know that. We go to church once a week. We go to Bible study. We go to Bible class. But if somebody asks you, well, what is the will of God? What answer would you give them? Well, I just think. Well, I just believe. The Bible don't operate on what you think and what you believe. It only operates on the word of God, which is what you can read. So listen very carefully to what my brother is about to read because you need to know what the will of God is. Go ahead, my brother. Start from the top. And this is the Father's will which have sent me, that of all which he hath given me, all which he has given me, I should not lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. So here it is. He's speaking on the resurrection. Now, those of us who are not knowledgeable of what this word says, and we've been exposed to the Sunday churches, we think that our loved ones are already resurrected. Mm. And that they're already in heaven, looking down on us, smiling. But here, Jesus is declaring through His word that the Father, the Father's will, is that all that He has given me, I should lose nothing. So even if you die, mm. you are not lost, because Jesus said, "I'm going to raise it up again at the last. Not, day. not when you die, but, but at, at the last day." Not when you're in a funeral and they're lowering you down in the ground at the, at, at the, at the uh, cemetery. At the last day. At the last day. And when is the last day, brothers and sisters? The last day is the return of Christ. So if you die in Jesus, which most of us did not do because we didn't know enough to die in Jesus. We didn't keep the Sabbath day. We didn't keep the dietary laws. We didn't keep the seven Sabbath days or what's called his feast days throughout the year. We didn't even know that to keep that. So many of our fathers and our parents didn't die in Jesus. So unfortunately, when Jesus comes back, many of them won't be raised from the dead. But the Bible says in Revelations 20, verses uh, verses, 5, it says, but the rest of the dead Live not again until the thousand years were finished, because this is the first resurrection. So if you don't make it in the first resurrection, you got to wait a thousand years, according to Revelations the twentieth chapter verse five, to come up in the second resurrection, which you will read about that in Revelations twenty eleven through fourteen. That's called the Great White Throne Judgment. But if you die in Jesus, brothers and sisters, or if you die trying. You know how they say get rich or die trying? We got to do a lesson called um, go to Jesus or die trying. Get to Jesus or die trying. So Jesus said... And this is the will of the Father who has sent me, that everyone which sees the Son and believes on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up again at the last day. So he keeps talking about this last day. People being resurrected, not when they die, but at the last day. Mm. And thank God, brothers and sisters, that the dead knows nothing. They can't look down on you smiling because they don't know nothing. They are out of their conscious mind. Brothers and sisters, so just like when you go to sleep at night, and then you wake up in the morning, you don't know how long you've been asleep. You've got to look at the watch that tells you how long you've been asleep. Sometimes you think you've been asleep for six hours and only been asleep for one. And sometimes you think you've been asleep for um, an hour, and you've been asleep for six. You know what I'm saying? So the dead has no perception of time. So all of our dead loved ones, when they are resurrected, they're not going to know how long they've been dead. It's just that I closed my eyes and took my last breath, and then I just woke back up. That's how quick it's going to seem to those who have already died because the dead has no perception of time. So, brothers and sisters, that's another lesson for another time, and we could teach on that in its entirety at another time. But we're talking about today, many are called, but few are chosen. So, God has to send you to Jesus in order for you to go to Jesus. You just can't do it on your own. Let's go to the book of John. Stay in the book of John. Go ahead, my brother. We still, we we ain't finished that. Oh, I'm sorry. We got to go to 44. That's right. We had 40, right? Yeah. Go ahead. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the son and believeth on him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up at the last day. At the last day again. The Jews then murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they said, it is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph whose father and mother we know. How is it being that he says, I came down from heaven? Now they start being judgmental. Just like when you accept your calling, people are going to start judging you. Ain't you the same one that, you, you, that used to cheat on your wife? Ain't you the same one that used to have all these women? Ain't you the same one that got three or four baby daddies? <laughs> Ain't you the same one? That's what they did with Jesus. Wait, don't we know you? Ain't you Joseph's son? The father, the carpenter, don't we know your mother and your father? What makes you so special? You know what I'm saying? So that's what they're going to start saying to you, brothers and sisters. Um, Let's see what Jesus replied. Let's see what he said. Mm -hmm. Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Murmur not amongst yourselves. Speak up. No man can come to me except the father which hath sent me draw him, and I will raise him up. At the last day. That was the third time Jesus said, I'll raise you up at the last day. So, what are these churches teaching and these funeral homes teaching, these pastors teaching that our loved ones are in heaven, brothers and sisters? That's not biblical and that's not the book. And this is why we read the book on Tuesdays. But nevertheless, the point of our lesson today is he said, no man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him so God has to draw you to Jesus brothers and sisters now let's go to John the 10th chapter <clears throat> let's go to John the 10th chapter now once you find Jesus come on due to the Father sending you to him you ain't got to worry you ain't got to worry and be stressed out and worried about what this person is doing what that person is doing, what your girlfriend or your friend is doing, what your what your boss is doing, what your coworkers is doing—that's a lot of stress, Messenger. It is. To sit up and think about what's on somebody else, what's on somebody else's mind—that's a lot of stress. You can't control nobody else's mind. Only your own. <clears throat> so Jesus says that um, brothers and sisters, don't worry, don't be stressed out. I got this. I'm going to handle the things that you can't handle, but do you trust me enough to handle it, or are you going to try to do my job for me? And every time you try to do God's job for him, you fail miserably, brothers Mm. and sisters, and you're going to be stressed out, and you're going to have to still come back to God. So why go to God the long way? when you can go straight to him. Talk to him, message. Man, let me tell you, it's so often. That we as people pray about a situation, Hmm. and as soon as we give it to God to take care of it, the phone rings, (laughs) or we pick up our own phone, and we call our girlfriend, Hmm. we call our guy, Hmm. and we take it right out of Jesus' hands and place it in the hands of man, and then get mad when Jesus don't fix it. Right. Or it or don't, if it, turn, out it don't turn out the way that you want it to turn out. That's right. But here's the thing. God already knows. So you just delayed the process. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's, it's going to come around. If it's in his will, it's going to happen. But it's just going to take a little more time. When you truly give a situation to God, you have to give that thing to him and leave it there. Mm-hmm. And that means there's no need to discuss it. It's no need to keep hovering over it. Either you're going to do it or you're not. One way or the other, you cannot keep doing God's job or trying to, try to, to do his job. So, again, and brothers and sisters, once you find Jesus due to the Father sending you to him, you don't have to worry and be stressed out about life's troubles. He has promised us that he will grant us everlasting life. Come on. So even when we die, we shall live again. So let's go to John, the 10th chapter, verses 25 through 30. John, the 10th chapter, verses 25 through 30. Go ahead, my brother. Jesus answered them, I told you, and ye believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But ye believe not, because ye are not of my sheep, as I said unto you. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life. Excuse me. And they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. So can't nobody Ooh. take you away from Jesus, yeah. brothers and sisters. Once you go to him and mm. accept him, mm. can't nobody take you out of his hand. Oh. But see, the issue is today <clears throat> oh. we're not going to the right Jesus. We go on to the Jesus, brothers and sisters, of this world. The Jesus of Christmas, the Jesus of Easter, Mm. the Jesus that will allow you to do anything you want to do, but still say, I love him, and still say, I know him. See, Jesus, don't condone eating pork, don't condone eating catfish, Don't condone violating his Sabbath day as long as it's in our power to do something about it, brothers and sisters. we got to avoid these things because, see, this is how you fall in line with a life that is stress-free and drama-free. So uh, he says, brothers and sisters, my father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. Continue. I and my father are one. Then the Jews took up stones against to stone him. So we're going to stop right there, brothers and sisters. So when you submit to Jesus, you're also submitting to his father. You know, let me say this. Uh, I, I know when we come on here and we start talking about the dietary law and things, you know, you got to... That Jesus said you can't eat and stuff like that. A a lot of people may feel like, oh man, I can't stop this, I can't, but you can. You might not be able to stop it all at once because you're probably eating multiple things that you're not supposed to be eating. Correct. But at least you can try. To wing yourself off of one of those things at a time. Just the attempt to do it, to follow his will, is better than to disobey his will altogether. And he will help you, brothers and sisters. When you start walking in his direction, he will begin to help you. You know, <clears throat> messenger, I gave up one of my, my favorite cereal I gave up. Crunchberries was my <laughs> favorite cereal, brothers and sisters. And I ate it my whole life. Crunchberries. And then one day I looked at the box <clears throat> on Crunchberries. and it had yellow number five, mm. which is the pork abstract. And I said, man, I can't eat this cereal no more. But it would make sense because the color yellow was in the Crunch Berries. It was the color of the, of, of the um, you know, without the berries, the, other, the others. It, so I saw um, a Muslim sister at my job today. And she has a head wrap on and everything. You know, Muslims are strict about not eating pork. So I said, sister, I said, I said, As-salamu She said, well, salam I said, um, you're a Muslim, right? She said, yes. I said, you know, though, that cereal that you're eating, crunch berries, I said, you know I got pork in it, right? She said, are you serious? I said, yeah. I said, type in your Google search engine, yellow number five, and see what yellow number five is made of. And she did that. Now, I wasn't saying that to get down on her. I was just giving her knowledge, brothers and sisters, that maybe she didn't have, and she didn't have that knowledge. Mm. So the sacrifice is real, brothers and sisters. So it's a sacrifice all across the board. What are we willing to give up for Jesus? Come on. Many are called. But few are so let's go ahead and continue this thing, Brother Messenger. Let's go to the book of Proverbs, the first chapter. Now, many of us, when we get the call, we run from God. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that again. Many of us, when we get the call, we know what we should be doing. We know what we're supposed to be doing, but we begin to run from God. <clears throat> now, we talked about going to God, but what about, again, when we go to God but or when we get the call to go to God, but we run? And again, some of you are wondering why you are experiencing so much trouble and hell and strife. Maybe God is trying to tell you something. Uh-oh. Color purple. I was just <laughs> thinking Color that. purple. Maybe God, God is trying to tell, to tell you something. something. Let's go right Pro- now. Right. Let's go to <laughs> Proverbs the first chapter, verses twenty four through twenty nine. Proverbs the fourth chapter, the first chapter, verses twenty-four through tw- twenty nine. Uh, go ahead, my brother. Go because ahead. I have called, and ye refused. I have stretched out my hand, and no man regarded. But ye have said not all my counsel, and with none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear comes. Do, hold on, wait a minute. Do you, do you believe that God is laughing at the stuff that you're going through? Because he's called you. You know that he has called you and you refuse to answer the call and you're going through trouble and calamity. Read that one more time. What did God say? I also what? I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear comes. Wow. When your fear cometh as desolation, and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh Mm. upon you, Mm. then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge, and did not choose the fear of the Lord. So we are giving you knowledge today, brothers and sisters. But... Many of us don't accept the knowledge, and many of us don't fear the word of God, which is God, brothers and sisters. It's it's an extension of him. So we don't fear it. We try to justify the things that we do, and we try to make evil fair seeming, but this is exactly what Satan did. He made what he was doing wrong. He tried to justify it. You can't justify wrong based on how you feel. You can't give way to those emotions, brothers and sisters, because ask the people who are sitting in jail today. Mm. Who pulled the trigger? That's right. Or ran a knife inside of somebody's body, brothers and sisters, because they were angry at the time. Can they go to the judge and use that to fight their case? Judge, I was I was mad at the time, so I shot him. Uh, uh, and I stabbed them to death. Okay, you got 30 years. Because of one moment, brothers and sisters, one decision, gave into emotion. Now you got to pay for that for the rest of your life. But the Lord is saying, I'm calling you right now. And I'm calling you. You're ignoring my call. You know what you should be doing. You know that all the things that I've allowed you to get through, you should be telling people about your testimony. Yeah, and not only that, But here's the thing. If God is calling you and you're ignoring his call, why are you upset when he ignores yours? (laughs) Come on. That's deep, brother. That's deep. Let's go to the book of Jonah. Let's read about a man in the Bible who was a good man and who God wanted to use, and he ignored his call. Let's go to the book of Jonah, the first chapter. We got examples all through the Bible, but one of the greatest examples is Jonah. Jonah knew the word of God and was called, but refused to answer the call. And let's see how God did Jonah. Jonah 1, and let's start at the top. One. We're gonna read down one through ten. Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah, the son of Amati, saying, Arise, go to the Net Nineveh. Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it. For their wickedness is come up before me but Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord and went down to Joppa and he found the ship going to Tarshish. so he paid the fare thereof and went down into it to go with them unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord but the Lord sent a great wind into the sea and there was a mighty <coughs> tempest in the sea so that the ship would like to be broken now I want you to check out what my brother messenger is about to read. I want you to check this out. Hmm. Because, see, do you understand and do you know that when you run from God and God brings hell to you in your life, the people who are in your life are affected by the hell that you brought on yourself, you're actually bringing it on them too. Hmm. Man, check out this example of Jonah while he was on the ship thinking that he was running from God. Let's go, my brother. Then the mariners were afraid and cried every man unto his God and cast forth the wares that were in the ship into the sea. Now, imagine ten people on the boat, mm. and they all worshiping ten different gods. He called on his God. I called on my God. He called on his God. Everybody then called on their God but one man. Let's continue reading. <clears throat> to lighten it up of them. But Jonah was gone down into the side of a ship, and he lay, and was fast asleep. So the shipmaster came to him and said unto him, What meanest thou, O sleeper? Arise, call upon thy God. Now, now I called on my God. He's called on his God. Everybody called on their God, and it didn't calm the sea. Now, I want you to wake up out of your sleep and <laughs> call on your God. Go ahead, continue. If so be that God will think upon us that we perish not. And they said, everyone to his fellow, come, let us cast lots, that we may know for whose cause this evil is upon us. Now, you have in hell in your household. You have in hell amongst your family and your friends. And a lot of times it can be all because of you. All because you're not doing the work that God has assigned you to do. So they said, man, let's cast lots, and let's see who is the cause of this evil upon us. Go ahead. So they cast lots. So they cast lots, and the lot fell upon Jonah. Uh Uh-huh. Then said they unto him, tell us, we pray thee, for whose cause this evil is upon us. Uh Uh-huh. What is thine occupation? What do you do for your work? And whence comest thou? Where did you come from? What is thy country? What country are you from? And of what people art thou? What is your nationality? Now check out what Jonah said. And see, brothers and sisters, this is why we go through more hell than any other people on this earth. We could commit the same crime and get double the time. Right. We could get pulled over in this country, and because our skin is dark, and actually not just because our skin is dark, it's because you're an Israelite. Hmm. You are of the nation of Israel. More things fall on you than anybody else in this world because God gave you and I the statutes, laws, and commandments of this book. Now check out what Jonah told them about all these interrogating questions that they asked him. Go ahead at verse... Verse 9. <clears throat> and he said unto them, I am an Hebrew. Oh, I'm a Hebrew. And I fear the Lord, the God of heaven, which hath made the sea and the dry land, Jehovah. Then were the men exceedingly afraid and said unto him, Why hast thou done this? For the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. So wait a minute. When Jonah told them who he was, the men were exceedingly afraid and said unto him, Why have you done this? And see, people don't know this about you, that God has called you and chosen you. So they're not asking you why you're not obeying the Lord. They just know that since you've been around, (laughs) things have been happening. Things been happening since you've been around. And there's a reason for that, brothers and sisters. The reason for things happening since you've been around is because God has called you. Mm. And you have not answered the call, brothers and sisters. You, and this is why we say that many are called. But few are chosen. But few are chosen, brothers and sisters. When you, let me say this. <clears throat> when you are experiencing what we would call hell upon hell. Like your life is just constantly in a battle. You're constantly going through situations where you you, you feel like you're being tested this test after that test after this test. It's because God is trying to get your attention. Wow. Because remember, when you are in line with your calling, uh-huh. your calling is not just for you. Wow! It's for the people that are, that are coming in contact with you that need you to do what God told you to do so that the blessing that they must receive, they can get it. Mm-hmm. But when you're not in line, their lives are not in line either. There are some people, Brother Messenger, that <clears throat> has been in a position... Well, they've been a blessing to everybody whose path they cross. Mm. Yeah. And then there are some people who've been a curse to yeah. everybody whose path they cross, Brother Messenger. And so the Lord is saying that I'm interested in you. I want you to do something for me. And see, some of us think that we've done too much in our lives and the Lord can't use us but you are exactly the person that the Lord wants to use who's more qualified to go to those who are addicted to drugs other than someone who's been on them. who's been on them? let me tell you this i i tell this to my sons all the time my name means something it's two things you can be in this life you can be a vitamin or you can be a virus but you're going to have to choose one of them. And whichever one you choose, it's going to be connected to your name. Mm. So when people see you, they're either going to be happy to see you because you bring them something, you bring joy. It's great to see you. Or you're going to be that, that, that virus and every time they see you, they don't want to be in your presence at all. They're trying to do everything they can to get away from you. If you're that person. I'm telling you, check yourself. Look in the mirror to see, are you adding to people's life or are you taking away? Or also okay. look and see Sorry. if you have the same outcome with everybody who, 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 who eventually is connected to you. If you got the same outcome, then it's not everybody well, yeah. else. It's you. it got to be you. So let's go to the seven, 17th verse, Jonah one seventeen. This is getting good, brothers and sisters. Many are called and few are chosen. Go ahead. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. So now God called a fish. If you ain't going to do what I want you to do, let me call a fish and let the fish do what I want it to do brothers and sisters so he called the fish the fish went and swallowed up Jonah now let's go to Jonah 2 and let's go 1 through 10 go ahead my brother wait wait wait, wait. Let, me, let, me, let me just interject this right here <laughs> do you see how deep that guess was <laughs> when you don't do what you're supposed to do God will tell something else and it don't have to be a human that's right it, it, something else to do hey look I's not listening Go over there and bring him over here. That's right. And that could be a cat. It could be a, a bee. dog. A bee. <laughs> whatever. He will use that thing to shift you to where he needs you to be. That's oh deep. Oh, my God. Come Y'all on. making God work too hard. Man, come oh, on. No, I, we, we really making God, God work too hard. hard. Uh, Jonah, the second chapter. Now, Jonah is in the belly of the fish. Yes. Okay. Now, some people say well, but we read in the Bible. The Bible don't say well; It just says fish. Jonah, the second chapter. We're going to start at verse 1. Read down to 10. Go ahead. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish belly and said, I cried by the reason of mine affliction unto the Lord. And he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. For thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compass me about. All thy billows and thy waves pass over me. Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. So what Jonah is doing now is he's repenting, brothers and sisters. Mm. So the Lord always gives us a chance to repent. Turn from our wicked ways. Seek his face, brothers and sisters. And it wasn't that Jonah was a wicked man or a evil man. God just called him and he ran from God. The Bible don't say that Jonah was an evil man or a bad man. You don't have to be an evil person or a bad person or out there selling drugs or out there doing things. You could just be running from God. That could be enough for God to afflict you, brothers and sisters. But now Jonah is starting to repent. Verse 5, um, Jonah 2 and 5. The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The depth closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped about my head. Mm. I went down in the bottoms of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord, my God, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. To do what? That they that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. Mm, So, brothers and sisters, they that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. So, when you run from God, you're going to run to something. Mm -hmm. And many times we run from God and God's people, we run towards Satan. Because it's more comfortable for us when we are around people who are doing things that maybe is worse than what we're doing. Mm Mm-hmm. It make us seem it's acceptable. It, it make us seem like we we not that bad. Right, right. We ain't that bad. Let let me hang around them because then I can encourage them and give them advice. But see, that ain't necessarily what God wants you to do. He wants you to go somewhere else. But you running from him, brothers and sisters, and now you start conforming to the environment that you are around now. Mm. So you know how it is when. <clears throat> You're around somebody that curses a lot, but you're cool with them. You start cursing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, just, it, just, it, it just draws off on you like that. So, you know, we got to really um, look out for this, man, and check ourselves. But at verse 8, Jonah 2 and 8, it says that they observe lying vanities. They forsake their own mercy. God is trying to be merciful to you. Verse 9. But I will sacrifice unto thee with thy voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. So, brothers and sisters, the Lord will cause you to go into a situation Mm. until you feel repent about the things that you are doing. And then once the Lord feels like you've had enough, he will cause the situation to vomit you out of it, brothers and sisters. Mm. You wonder why you, you keep being vomited out of these relationships you're in. You're being pushed out of them. Come on. You're wondering why you're being vomited out of these friendships that you're in. The same way the Lord caused the fish to vomit out Jonah Mm. unto dry land, the Lord is causing you to be vomited out of these toxic relationships that you have found yourselves in. But we don't want to leave. (laughs) We want to keep running back in the belly of the fish. I love him. I love her. That's right. (sighs) So, brothers and sisters, many are called... But you are chosen. Now let's talk about having that judgmental spirit, brothers and sisters. Let's go to, to the book of James, the second chapter, the book of James, the second chapter, because, because of Jonah's test, yeah, we have a testimony to read about, and because of your test, you have a testimony to speak on. Jonah had a judging spirit about himself. He put himself in a position to decide who deserved to receive the word of God as opposed to those who did not. Please don't find yourself with this spirit. When God calls you, you must do the work he has assigned you. Even if if it's for those who you don't think deserve to be blessed, they're going to be blessed. That's it. Man, that's... That's so powerful. Even when you don't think a person deserves it, and you do it, man, do you understand? You was obedient to what God said regardless of if you think they deserve it or not because your thought is connected to an emotion that you have about them. Mm. And that emotion is what caused you to think they are not worthy. But we got to part from what our emotions say and just do what thus said the Lord. And when we do that, even if whatever reason, the blessing of you being obedient to God is number one. Mm -hmm. And number two, if these people are not, in your mindset, deserving of it. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that vengeance is mine, said the Lord. I will keep Wait a minute. Uh, Hold on, wait a minute. You, you telling me that this person did this to, to me, me and yes. I can't get them back? I can't, I can't clap back, back at, at this me. person? <laughs> I can't tell them off. I can't tell them what's on my mind. I can't say nothing to make them feel bad the way that they made me feel bad. I can't do nothing to make them feel bad the way that they made me feel bad. Nah, you know, I think a lot of people, this thing has confused a lot of people. Mm. And I do mm-hmm. yeah do unto others as they have done unto you mm-hmm. so if I hit ice but it's really do unto do others, do others as you, you would have, have them do unto you, you. that's what it's supposed that's what it's to be. supposed to be so let the Lord fight your battle let the Lord make them feel uncomfortable. let the Lord make them feel ashamed about what they have done to you you don't do that. Let the Lord do that because, see, when you do it, then you fall under the same judgment as the person that you have judged. Let's, go, let's read mm. it, uh, Brother Messenger. Um, James 2 and 2. For if there come unto your assembly a man with a gold ring, in goodly apparel, and there come in also a poor man in vile remnant, and ye have respect to him that wear the gay clothing, And say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand thou there or sit there under my footstool. Are ye not being partial in yourselves? And are become judges of evil thoughts. Now, here it is you are becoming a respecter of persons based on the outside of what you see. As far as the person is concerned, you know what? They don't deserve to be treated right. They don't deserve for God to do nothing for them. Who are you to stand as God to say who deserves what? Let God do that. Let God figure that out. Let's go ahead and continue reading the five. Hearken, my beloved brethren, have not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith and the heirs of the kingdom which he hath promised to them that love him? But ye have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats. Mm. Do not they blaspheme and and worth and what worthy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that worthy name which, thy, which by which ye are called. Uh-oh, let me read that again. <laughs> right. Do not they blaspheme that worthy name by which ye are called. If ye fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. That's right. Ye do well. Ye do well. So, brothers and sisters, the the God of this book is no respect of persons. Let's go ahead and read the last two, nine and ten. But if ye have respect to persons. If you have what? If ye have respect. To person. Oh, now you judging people. Now you treating people differently. Go ahead. Ye commit sin mm. and are convinced of the law as transgressors. Wow. For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, mm. he is guilty of all. So, brothers and sisters, wow. we have no room, wow, to place ourselves in a position I'm where we are us. judging someone else even if they have done something wrong to you. Man, let me read that again. Go ahead, my brother. For whosoever shall keep the whole law, and yet offend in one point, Point. one point, he is guilty of all. Hmm. Wow. So that's all of us, brothers and sisters. Oh, my goodness. All of us. At some point in all of our lives, we are guilty of one point, point. that means we're guilty of it all. And that brings us to our next one. Let's go to Isaiah, the 64th chapter. Mm. Isaiah, the 64th chapter. Now, remember, we all were once at a place that we were not proud of. Yeah. We have done things that we feel embarrassed about. We have done things that we don't want to talk about. We hide our sins while we point out other people's sins. Don't get too proud and begin to think that you can do enough good that you will make yourself worthy of salvation, brothers and sisters. None of us are good enough and none of us are righteous enough. Isaiah, the 64th chapter, verses 4 through 6. For since the beginning of the world men have not heard, nor perceived by the ear. Neither have the eyes seen, O God, besides thee what he hath prepared for him that waited for him. Thou meetest him that rejoiceth and worketh righteousness. Those that remember thee in thy ways, behold, thou art rock. For we have sinned, and those is continuance, and we shall be saved. But we are all as unclean things. And all our righteousness are as filthy rags. All of our righteousness are as filthy rags. So no matter how good you think you are, no matter how good we think we are, the right. Bible says our righteousness righteous. is as filthy rags. Continue. And we will all do fade as a leaf. And our iniquities, like the wind, have taken us away. So brothers and sisters, wow. those of us who think we're righteous... You are only righteous in your own eyes, but in the eyes of God, your righteousness and my righteousness is as filthy rags, brothers and sisters. Now we got to go to the book of Ephesians and find out why. Ephesians the second chapter, verses four through ten. Ephesians the second chapter, verses four through ten. Many are called, but few are chosen. But few are chosen. Um, Ephesians the second chapter, verses four through 10, brothers and sisters, Ephesians, the second chapter, verses 4 through 10. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, Mm -hmm. even when we were dead in sin, have quickened us together with Christ. By grace, ye are saved. Wow. By by what we are saved? By grace. By grace, brothers and sisters. And grace is a free gift. So grace is something that you are given, although you don't deserve it. Mm. So we don't even deserve, brothers and sisters, the salvation that he gives us through grace, but he's still willing to give it to us, brothers and sisters. But there's some things that we got to do in order to get it. Continue reading, Brother Messenger. And have raised us up together, and made us fit together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. That in the ages to come, he might shew the exceeding rich riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace ye are saved through faith, mm. and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. So brothers and sisters... It ain't of works, brothers and sisters. Nothing you can do. It ain't nothing that we, it's, 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 we can't do enough. Let me put it like that. We can't do enough to gain salvation, brothers and sisters. So the thing that we have to do is we have to strive to be saved as much as we can. Do as much as you can do with all your heart, brothers and sisters. Put your faith in Jesus. He will see what you are doing, and what you are trying to do. And then that's when the grace comes in, brothers and sisters, that he's willing to grant you when he sees that you are trying to do this thing to the best of your ability. Many are called, but few are chosen. Did we finish that out at 10? No. Go ahead. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. God has ordained, brothers and sisters, that we should walk this walk, and so this is why we're here on the show. Is because, brothers and sisters, we have an assignment to do. Absolutely. There's many things that we could be doing right now. <laughs> There's many things that we were doing before the show aired that we had to rush to this location to be live on air to share this word of God. This is our sacrifice. Yes, it is. This is a commitment that we've made, brothers and sisters, to be able to come before you, sacrifice time from our families, sacrifice time from other things that we were doing in our lives, but on Tuesday, 7.30 p.m., to the best of our ability, as much as we can make it, as long as we can make it, we will be here to share God's word. Let me tell you how I know just exactly that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. My off days changed to Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Before I, Right before you asked me to start <laughs> this show, I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. But the opportunity for my off days came up. Mm. And Monday and Tuesday was the option. Mm -hmm. So God made it available for me to say, yeah, I'll take that Monday and Tuesday so that I can be here Mm. on this show doing what thus said the Lord. He will make room for you right. when you accept his call. I accepted the call. I put it out in less than two minutes. <laughs> right. I was saying, I'm in. And he was sitting right where you are sitting and watching this show, show. And then there's something that came up in the comment section and said, brother, I'll do it. I was looking for a reader. For the That's show. Right. And the brother said, Brother Ice, I do it. I was like, What? The messenger. That's my brother. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? We we already together doing this poetry thing together. Mm-hmm. So, you know, doing this, man, and I think that this was uh, this was ordained by God because, you know, we had we had met each other met a long time mm-hmm. ago. And we met each other on the poetry scene. Some time and distance had came in between us and the brother called me one day, he said, God showed me in a dream that I need to connect with you and what you were doing. I remember that day he called me. Yes, Brother came out to the park, um officially became a member of poet that particular day, but even greater than that, this is the this is the the the, the fruition Listen. of the dream that you <laughs> yeah. had. It was this. Absolutely. And this wasn't even I believe operating at the time. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm telling crazy. you, that's just how, I, man, that's just how I work, you know. And let me just tell you this. It's when, and I'm glad you brought that up because when that time during that space where we lost contact, I was running into other people who knew of him, but they were attacking him, attacking his character, trying to keep me away from him. Hmm. But I already know, see, that's how Satan works. When he knows that you are answering the call and your call is connected to somebody else who's answering the call, he's going to do everything to keep you two from connecting because he Hmm. knows when two agree on anything or ask anything in my name, it Hmm. shall be done. That's right. See, if me and him touch and agree on whatever it is, whatever issue he's going through in his life, whatever issue I'm going through in my life, I call him. I say, bro, I need you to pray for me. Mm -hmm. I I, 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 I need you because right now, man, my mind is somewhere else. I need you to reconnect me to the mission and cover me. And when he do that, I'm good. Mm -hmm. You got to have somebody that will stand in that gap for you when you're going through, when you're being tested. Because it's not easy. Mm-hmm. This walk with Christ is not easy, y'all. I'm telling you. I'm a living witness and a testimony to it. We need each other. That's right. We need each other. And that's why God connected us, because he knew that we were going to be about the calling. For many are called, And few are chosen. If and you are And chosen. you know, brothers and sisters, it's deep. This show the Bible show Truth Hour, was birthed out of the death of my son to cancer. Mm. When my son passed away, September the 3rd, 2008, once I got over the emotional part over it, I'm not going to say got over, once I was able to manage the emotional part of it, I began to seek the questions of why this thing happened to my son and it happened to me. And so I called Brother Julius as I began to research and learn more. I was running into different things. And I called Brother Julius up and I said, Brother Julius, um, I'm going to start a Bible show. And I want to share some of the things that I've been learning as I've been trying to find out the answer as to why my son was taken away. And so Brother Julius was like, Okay, um, Black Ice, um, let's go ahead and do it. So I brought Julius on as the teacher. And I became the reader because I needed to sit up under him as a student to learn as much as I can learn until I was able to be on my own independent as a teacher of the Word of God. And I trusted Brother Julius, and still today I trust Brother Julius. And so you see how the Lord put me in a position where I connected to him, and then when he broke off to do the bomb of Gilead, I had to go over there to the Israel of God and train them Hmm. on how to run the show through the system, operating system that I was running the Bible show Truth Hour. So from the Truth Hour, the bomb of Gilead was birthed through Brother Julius. So there's a connection here, brothers and sisters, and it's by no mistake that all these connections are being made. And so, brothers and sisters, we're going to continue on. Man, you know, sometimes when the Spirit hits you, you just got to move in that direction. But we only got a few more places to go. The Book of Romans, the 8th chapter. The Book of Romans, the 8th chapter. Everyone is called according to their purpose. Some of us, are, uh, some of us will be sacrifices. Some of us uh, will be um, the one that meets the one. Mm-hmm. Like Morpheus to Neo then some of us will be the one that God will choose to bring forth change. Once you are chosen, things will work out in your favor no matter how bad they seem. Know that God is allowing you to go through exactly what you're going through in order for you to get to where he wants you to be. Ooh, come Romans, the 8th chapter, verses 24 through 28. For we are saved by hope, but hope is that seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, I do not, do he yet hope for. But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Mm. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings, Groaning. which mm. cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the spirit, mm. because he maketh intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. Wow. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are called According to his purpose. Man, when I think about this, mm-hmm. when I think about this, let me tell you something, man. And I, can, I, can I just be a little personal right here? Go ahead, my I'm going to be a little personal. Me and my wife, we lost a son as well. And it devastated us, and it's still devastating to us, a newborn. His name was Isaiah. When I look and I read this, I now have a three-year-old daughter named Faith. Hmm. But I have this daughter whose name is Faith after a time when they told my wife, one, zero in a million years will you ever have a child again? Three years later, she's here. Hmm. Now, as painful as it is to lose a child, read this and it says all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose and you wonder man I lose a child what good Mm -hmm. could come from that Mm -hmm. but I'm here to tell you the fact that we're sitting here teaching you the word of God Right now, and we both have lost a child, mm-hmm. a son. Mm-hmm. It is good for you to see two broken men mm. yep. sitting here, reading the Word of God, and reading and teaching what thus said the Lord from the book. Mm. Not giving you a motivational speech, not prosperity. Preaching and teaching, but actually reading what thus said the Lord. That's right. It is working for the good of everybody listening. Even though we feel the pain of the loss of a child, but that's what drives us. Mm -hmm. That's what motivates us. That we're going to teach and reach every child that we can because we can't reach our own. I'm sorry, I just, man, that just mm-hmm. cuts me right And, now. you know, just to um, um, add to what Brother Messenger was saying, you know, when I lost my son at 15 years old, the thought came to my mind is that I don't know how much time I have to do the things that God has ordained me to do. Mm. So if I only have another year left of life, to do the things that God has ordained me to do, then I got to do as much as I can. So some of you all see me on the way to work in the morning. Yep. And I'm inspiring people with the morning drive. Right. We're here on Tuesday. It takes time to develop these lessons. We just don't have them in the back pocket. <laughs> we got to do research and, and and more research to make sure that we're delivering the right thing to you. So we are taking the time that we can. We are building up this YouTube channel with all of these videos. So when our children who are remaining, who are here, once they get to the point where they want to get serious about knowing God, then they can just type in Truth Hour TV Mm -hmm. in their YouTube channel Mm. and see their fathers. That's right. Teaching the Word of God as it is written in this book called the Bible, not going to the left or to the right, but just staying between the lines, uh, or, or staying on the lines of the pages. And whether we are here or not, in the physical form, we will still be able to teach our children Come on. the Word of God about what we are doing today. Right now. Let's go ahead and close this thing out, Brother Messenger. Um, Sister Key Israel, go ahead, my brother. Remember what you do today will have a lasting effect on other people tomorrow. That's right. That's right. Many are called, but few are chosen. Sister Key Israel, we're going to skip over the 1 Corinthians um, scripture. Let's go straight to the book of Matthew the book of Matthew, the 13th chapter. Know that once you accept the assignment of God, the enemy will come right behind that to try to throw you off the path. Satan will use your life, your friends, your family, your health, and your emotions to make you lazy, to make you say, you know what? I ain't going to go to church. I ain't going to go to Bible class today. You know, I, don't just, I, don't, I just don't feel like it. You know, uh, the the next, I'll, I'll go the next time. Or give you any excuse why you can't do God's work. Jesus warned us of this in the book of Matthew, brothers and sisters. But don't just look for somebody outside of yourself. Look within yourself, brothers and sisters. Because every day we got to fight this satanic spirit within our flesh. That tells us, man, I just want to chill. I just want to lay back. I don't want to do. I don't want to do that. I just want. So, brothers and sisters, and I got to fight it too. I got to fight it. So I try to push, brothers and sisters. And the more we can encourage each other, the more we can win together in this fight. Matthew the thirteenth chapter. Let's do. Uh, start at verse three. And he spake many things unto them in parables. Then behold, a sower went forth to sow, Uh and when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places, where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. Uh And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But others fell into good ground, and brought up, brought forth fruit. Some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Who have ears to hear, let them hear. So, brothers and sisters, Jesus is giving a parable about seeds and about sowing seeds and about. How they grow, brothers and sisters. This is interesting and we want you to check this out and follow us with this because Jesus is making a point. Continue, my brother, and go up to 11. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? Why are you talking to us about about seeds, Jesus? Why are you speaking to us in parables? Check out what Jesus said. He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. It ain't given to everybody to know the mysteries of the kingdom of of heaven, brothers and sisters. And I'm telling you the same thing. A lot of people that you try to share this information with, it ain't given to them at this time to know this. But you are here. You are here now. God has given it to you. To know the mysteries of heaven. And we're going to explain what Jesus is saying right here with these parables of these seeds. Matter of fact, we're not going to explain it. Jesus is going to explain it. We're going to read it. Go ahead. But to them, but to them it is not given. So now, it ain't given to everybody, brothers and sisters. That's why he's speaking in parables. Go to 13, brother messenger. Go ahead. Therefore, speak I to them in parables, because they sin, see not. And hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. People that go to church every Sunday, brothers and sisters, may not even understand this word. Some people. And now when you go to them and you share to them what's actually written in this book called the Bible, where do you get this from? Hmm. What Bible are you reading out of? Are you reading out of the King James Version? Where can you find, what, where, did, where, where do you get this from? It's right here in the book. But because you don't read the Bible when you go to church, you don't know what's in there. But you sing and you shout and you listen to a motivational, inspirational speech, a life lesson speech. But you come out not knowing anything more about what's written in this book called the Bible than you knew before you went to church. And this is why we are here on Tuesday, because our job is not to give you a motivational speech, as Brother Messenger most eloquently put it earlier. is to teach the Word of God as it is written in the Bible. Go down to 36 through 43. Matthew 13:36 through 43. Now Jesus is about to explain the question about these seeds falling on good ground, bad ground, stony ground. Let's find out what it is. Then Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house, mm. and his disciples came unto him, saying, Declare unto us the parable of the, ter- the tars of the field. Everybody, go on now, Jesus. Now you can kick the bobos with us. Now you can explain to us what you really meant about all these seeds. Go ahead. He answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the Son of Man. Oh, so Jesus is the one who sowed good seeds. Go ahead. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. So the field is the world. The good seeds are the children of the kingdom. Go ahead. But the tares are the children of the wicked. Remember, he talked about tares, which, is, which are weeds, brothers and sisters, that, that, that is intertwining and growing up with what was planted in the seeds. So now you got wicked people intertwined in with good people in the world. Go ahead. The enemy that sowed them is the devil. Oh, now we know where the weeds come from or the tares come from, which are the wicked people. They come from the devil. The harvest is the end of the world. And the reapers are the angels. Okay. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in, in the fire. So shall it be in the end of this world? So we got a lake of fire, or the Lord has a lake of fire that he has designated as a place for evil people in the world. So now he's giving you end time prophecy of what's going to happen in the end time by this little bitty parable. Verse 40. Matthew 13 and 40, as therefore the tares or weeds are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be in the end of the world. So Jesus is showing you right here that I'm going to separate the good from the evil. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave the good people in my kingdom, which is going to be here on earth, because remember, thy kingdom comes. And these evil people, we're going to put in the lake of fire, as it is written in Revelations, the 20th chapter. Go ahead at verse uh, 41. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity, and shall cast them into the furnace of fire. Mm. There There shall be wailing and gashing of teeth. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who has ears to hear? Let them hear. Remember in the book of Revelation where he said there would be no more moon and no more sun. There would be no need for it because the light of the Father and the Lamb. And remember, once we are resurrected, we become joint heirs with Christ. So if Jesus is God, then we become God with Jesus, brothers and sisters. So we become joint heirs. The same light that exudes from angelic beings, brothers and sisters, we exude that same light. So here he's telling you, he says, then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father who has ears to hear. Let him hear. He's giving you end time prophecy mm-hmm. right here. We're going to close this thing out, man. It's been a wonderful show tonight. I feel high, brother Matthew. Man, I, I feel great. Too. Let's go to Matthew the twentieth chapter, and we're gonna read two verses, fourteen through six, Actually, three verses, fourteen through sixteen. Again, brothers and sisters, I just need to close out by saying this: many are called, but few are chosen. But few are chosen. Matthew twenty, fourteen through sixteen. Go ahead. Take that thine is, and go thy way. I will give unto the last, even as unto thee. It is not lawful for me to do what I will with my own. Is thine eye evil? Because I am good. So the last shall be first. And the first last. For what? For many be called. But few chosen. Thank you for your time. Last word, Brother messenger. My last word is this. If you know that God is calling you to do his work. It's time for you to stop running. It's time for you to stop allowing other people to dictate, to tell you that you're not good enough, to tell you God can't use you. It's time for you to do what the Lord is telling you to do despite how others are going to receive you. Because it's not the people that's telling you you can't do this, that you should be concerned about. Your concern should be with the people who need you to do what God told you to do because they're waiting on you. They're waiting for the person to introduce them. They're waiting for that person to show them the way to invite them to this book. A lot of people still have yet to pick this book up because you've been quiet. You've been silent. You're around these people all the time. You tuned in here on Tuesday night, But as soon as you get around people that you know you think don't want to know this word, you go silent. Mm-hmm. Come on, y'all. If you know you have the calling, answer Because God is not going to keep calling me. He's going to move on. And that's my final word. That is right. So, brothers and sisters on YouTube, um, we thank you for tuning in. Um, Please go to Facebook and like our group page, which is the Truth Hour Bible Show. And also, for those who are on Facebook and YouTube, if you want to be added to our text message invite reminder list, then text your name and the keyword Truth Hour to 312-719-7310. If you want to be added to our text message, reminder, invite, Mm -hmm. then text your name and the keywords Truth Hour to 312-719-7310. And um, good night, YouTube. Peace and blessings. Peace. Go ahead. You can stop that. And um, for those who are on Facebook... Please go and like our YouTube channel, and please help us share that YouTube channel also as well. And that channel is called Truth Hour TV, and you will see the face of a watch with the words Bible Radio Show inside of it. Mm-hmm. Again, Truth Hour TV on YouTube. Let us go ahead and pray out, Brother Matthew. Yes, sir. In the mighty name of Jesus, we want to come again just to say thank you. Father God, we can't thank you enough. Father God, we thank you for allowing us, Father God, to come together today, Father God, to teach this lesson, Father God, because I know it touched me. I received something from this, Father God, that need that I needed. So I thank you. Father God, I pray that you will continue, Father God, to Utilize myself and Brother Ice, Father God, to do your work. And I want to thank you for choosing us to do it together. I pray, Father God, a blessing over those that are listening, Father God. Your word said, He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. So I thank you that they received your word today. I pray a, a blessing over them, over Brother Ice and his family, and my family, Father God, and those families listening. Keep us safe as we depart from this place, but not from your presence. I thank you and I pray that the people listening were edified, but most of all, that you were glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. Brothers and sisters, we thank you for tuning in. Please share this video. Continue to share this video. And we are looking for more people to be a part of our. Team Truth Hour. Team. So if you are interested, if you love this word, and if you want to help this show grow, then um, Sister Key Israel is there, and uh, Sister Savannah is there also as well. Please reach out and or, or leave a comment on this thread. We are looking for more members to become a member of Team Truth Hour. And your responsibilities would be just to share the show, invite people to come on, Um, We do research for our lessons, so we need you. This is your call. Many are called, but few are chosen. So we're looking for more members, brothers and sisters, to become a part of Team Truth Hour. Let's let's help make this ministry grow, man. Leave a comment in the comment section or inbox us that you are interested in becoming a member and then we will go through the interview process to make sure that you know all that is involved. But you ain't got to leave your house or nothing like that. It's all internet, brothers and sisters. So it's just, like I said, a matter of inviting people to the group page, to like the group page sharing the lessons, inviting people on when we're on live, starting your own watch party or whatever, you know. But, again, um, whether you want to be a part of Team Truth Hour or not, as a member, still continue to help this show grow by sharing the lesson and um, inviting people when we go live. See you next Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Peace and blessings. Peace.